Hello and welcome to another Substance on Substance. I'm Phil Graham, Head of the Economic Substance Analysis at Harney's in the BVI, joined once again by the Sultan of Substance, Josh Monjo. Hi, everyone. Um, so Christmas Day has uh, finally arrived. We have uh, unwrapped our present and we now have the brand new shiny uh, rules uh, and explanatory notes sat in front of us. Um, for anyone out there that hasn't um, yet seen them, um, please do get in contact and any one of our team will be happy to send them over to you. We will obviously be publishing them on our, our website um, and, and please do go and have a look for your own enjoyment. But we thought we would put together this podcast um, just to summarise where we are. I think it's probably fair to say that the biggest change from the version we saw before is the fact that it is no longer called a code, um, as it was back in April. They are now called the rules. But other than that huge fundamental branding change, Josh, um, do you want to sort of run us through any other changes that the listeners might be interested in? Yeah, thanks, Phil. Um, clearly, that is the, uh, the most immediate optical change. The rules and explanatory notes have been revised in a couple of areas, most of which we were already uh, anticipating and which reflect in the advice that we've been giving on these podcasts and elsewhere. Um, there is a useful summary document that the ITA has put out, which accompanied the, the final rules, which explains what the changes are. I won't go through these in too much detail, but broadly there are some comments, I think, that reflect uh, discussions with the EU. There are some um, legislative changes that we're still anticipating, and there are a couple of uh, tweaks around the, the, the margins. But the, 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 the kind of substance of the, of the rules um, remains unchanged from, the, from versions that industry, at least in the BVI, had, had seen. Diving into the, into the detail of the changes, uh, there is a, a helpful rule that the ITA has introduced to say that if, where you're trying to produce evidence that you are non-resident um, because of your foreign tax status, that a reasonable period for producing that evidence is typically going to be two financial periods. So that's that's slightly longer than I think some people have anticipated. Um, there's some clarification around the concept of expenditure. There is confirmation, as, as we'd already expected, that um, if an entity is in liquidation and is still carrying on a business, it will need to still comply with the um, with the substance requirements. So that's a point for liquidators to be aware of in particular. There are also some clarifications around the filing requirements. There is some clarifications around the, the, the BOSS amendments uh, that, are, that, are, that are coming in. And the last kind of major change is for IP businesses. The presumptions of non-compliance have been made much harder to, to rebut which reflects the fact that, as we'd said previously, the EU is very focused on, on IP um, as an area in this space. But apart from that, it's it's very much kind of business as, as usual. And um, the advice that we've been putting out to clients is, is largely unchanged, particularly via the online classification solution. That, that, that is still good good for use. So if you've um, you've been through process already, you're you're one of you're one of the keen bees. Um, you, you've been classified. You're already in process of putting substance in place. Is there anything that's now been introduced that really should to make you stop in your tracks and, and and rethink your 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 plans that you've put in place so far? Not really. Um, if if you've classified already via the online solution, um, that's that's great. Hopefully, it's given you a a clear answer. If you've got any remaining questions, having gone through that process, please do get in touch with us. We're happy to help. But the, the answer you've received is is robust and correct. The only changes are going to be to cross-referencing and also some just kind of clarificatory tweaks. But there's there's nothing that will change the classification that you've received. And I think for those, there are also, we're aware in the market, a number of people have been sort of waiting to see, to see these rules um, before they felt they were comfortable classifying. Um, obviously, the primary legislation has been in place for a while. 
um, but they wanted to see this clear guidance before they would continue. Now that we have it, what would you say to everyone that has sat there and, and, and waited so far? Is there is there any reason to continue waiting? No, there's not. And the, the message remains the same. I mean, we've, we've made this point in previous podcasts that people should be classifying their entities now. Every entity's financial period has started. And in many cases, that could have started, you know, around the start of this year. So so the compliance, the first compliance period is nearly done. Um, some people had been waiting because they're in a marginal case where the primary legislation really didn't address how they would fall out. Any reasonable excuse for, for not classifying yourself has now gone away. We have the certainty of the rules. Um, and it's important to appreciate that there is now an ongoing obligation on BVI companies and their, and their directors and other functionaries to, to have done this. So the, the message remains the same. Get on and classify now. Someone uh, anecdotally actually said to me earlier on today, they said, well, that, that's great. We've got this, but actually we don't have to report until next year. So actually, I'm not really going to think about this until next year. Um, what would you say in response to that? I'm afraid that that's, that's not right. Um, we have heard a lot of kind of just conflicting information in the marketplace, as with any new law, um, as people come to terms with the rule book. But what you have to appreciate, as I said, is there is now an obligation on entities to determine whether or not they're conducting a relevant activity. And that is ongoing. It's it's without limit in time. The reporting periods may start in 2020, but those are on a look back basis, as with FACRA and CRS. So it's really asking, what did you do in the previous year and how did you comply? And the reporting is to demonstrate how that was done. So unfortunately, the answer is no, you need to think about this now. So I think, I, think, I think it is fair to say that, that for entities that have waited um, until this point in time, there is a justifiable reason you could turn around to the ITA and say, well, notwithstanding the fact that my financial period started before this date, um, I waited because I wanted to see the rules to get some further clarification. But I think that excuse now has, has gone away. Uh, and exactly as Josh said, I think there is, there is absolutely no reason to, to, to withhold um, any form of classification at this point in time. Yeah, and I think we shouldn't be unduly alarmist. I mean, the ITA has made it clear that they're going to take a pragmatic approach and they do appreciate the timing difficulties that have actually been imposed on us from, from, the, from the EU and elsewhere. Where people were waiting on the code because they're in a marginal case, it, it's, it's probably going to be a reasonable excuse to say, look, I was, I was waiting for guidance on these points to plan my complaint. And, and what that would look like. Um, you know, the ITA is not in the business of trying to make people impose artificial substance or, or jump to make changes which don't make sense commercially. But that said, they have been clear that if people have stuck their head in the sands effectively and, and, and ignored the new rule book, that that is not going to fly as an excuse. So I think that's the dividing line to have in mind is have you tried to classify yourself? Are you taking steps? Fantastic. Well, thank you very much indeed, Josh. And uh, I think the message is classify, classify, classify. Indeed. Thanks.